Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and as always, is my lovely co-host and wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. Hi, everybody. Hey, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. Um, You rushed me into recording, and I just drank some carbonated beverage, so I'm really (laughs) hoping that I don't burp on this episode. Woohoo! Fun times, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Apologies in advance. So uh, we're recording a little bit uh, early this week. Yeah, um, what is it, the 29th? It's the 29th uh, because during Labor Day, um, we won't be together. Nope. I'm hitting the old dusty trail with my gal pals. Yep. Heading on down yonder to yeah. Nashville. Heading to Nashville. So we'll hear about that when you get back, but give a little tease. What's, uh, what's happening? Well, you all did hear the episode in which my cousin Kelly was on, so you had a sneak peek of some sort of shenanigans that occur. So we are taking our trip first time since, well, first time for our Nashville trip really since 2018. Yeah. We did take a trip in 2019, but it was different. Excuse me. See? Told you, Steven. <laughs> and so this is our first trip since 2018. So we're very excited. There are six of us going. Two from Michigan, two from Missouri, one from Maryland, one from Florida. So we're very excited. Kelly, her sister Katie, my other cousin. I haven't seen her in forever, so I'm excited. Um Everybody else, Sam, Kim, it's going to be a great time. We're in a one-bedroom apartment <laughs> in downtown Nashville. Though I will say, from the pictures, it states that it has a bedroom with a bed for two, a futon for two, and then also a blow-up mattress for two. That space alone is bigger than the last one. The last one we stayed at, you couldn't even fit all of those sleeping devices in. So, all right, fingers all right. crossed it might be a little bit bigger. I've never been in like a sorority or a dorm or like shared apartment or anything. So, these weekends are like my little foray into that kind of stuff. All right. So uh, we'll, that's a little tease. We'll yeah. get, we'll find out exactly how that goes once well, you're back. Well, not exactly. <laughs> and, a girl's got to have some surprises for herself. <laughs> little secrets here and there. So some uh, some things stay on the trip and never leave the trip. Yeah, this is my first gal's trip as a married lady. Oh boy. Ooh. So mm. yeah. Scary. I know. I guess, or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how I'm supposed I'll to. I'll wear my ring. It's not like I'm going to leave it at the I'm, apartment. I'm not the typical guy that, that that might be concerned. I have zero concerns. Oh, please. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. So while you're gone. Yeah. What are you going to be doing, mister? Um, well, first of all, I got the pooch. So yeah. yay, Rob, with the Papa pooch. Papa and pooch time. Yep. Just, just. That's uh, the first time we've been separated like yep. that. So. Yep. Just a man and his pooch. And, uh, well, we'll see how she does with you being gone for three days. I'm sure she's going to be a little sad. So we'll do some stuff to, you know, take her in a car ride, maybe take her somewhere like Dairy Queen to get a pup cup or something like that, just to get her out of the house and uh, play around, obviously, as always. Um, But might have to do a little bit extra to get out of her funk, at least on Friday. Saturday, however, Saturday and Sunday could be interesting because there's three wrestling pay-per-views over the course of two days. So I will be... In your glory. Yeah. I'll be watching that. Uh, I'll be meeting up with uh, Jack and Eric and a few others. Um, They'll be over here at some point. So Soph will be very excited to see all of her friends while you're gone. So so that's a treat for her. She gets to see all of her friends. It'll be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, I'll I'll talk a little bit about that. Obviously, once it's over, but uh, yeah, big pay per views. Uh, for WWE, at least it's their first time being in the UK for a live pay per view since 1992. Wow! So big big pay per view yeah. for them. That's a big deal, and it's going to be in front of seventy thousand people. 
which yeah. is insane. I don't know what the numbers... I guess at this time you're hearing this episode, it was in front of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it was in front of. Yeah, so I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what the audience numbers have been for events in the UK post-pandemic or whatever, yeah. since we've all started going back to whatever. Um, but I would imagine this has got to be up there in numbers for that many people, so... But so yeah, that'll so be cool. how are you feeling today? Because yesterday Ooh. we recorded um, the episode that airs on the 30th, I believe. Yep. And you were dragging a little bit due to a gift from your friend. Um, yeah, I was uh, was a little hungover. Gerard got, Gerard got you something. Yeah. Uh, he got me uh, Terramana, the uh, Blanco uh, tequila for my birthday sponsored by the rock Dwayne the rock johnson Stephen had to get it because it was the rocks (laughs) actually i it wasn't like i wanted to get it and it's been out for a long time but jared got it for me for my birthday so that was the first time i ever had it man that stuff's great i just you know it is good you know for me it's sippable but it has like a minty aftertaste to me does that do you taste that no i don't taste that but at all. in a good way like i'm not saying it's bad oh man it's fantastic but I, you i just drink it straight i put it on ice it's in the it's in the freezer already and i put it on ice and drink it straight and man is was, it yeah. it's great and i had two glasses yesterday of five, Saturday, yeah. four or five fingers yeah deep so I was carrying the last podcast as he just kept yawning away from the mic the whole time. Yeah, it was a, it was a rough start yesterday, but uh, we managed to make it through. Yeah. We did good. So uh, the only thing we didn't mention from the previous episode that we did before the or after before the previous episode aired was see Nate Bergazzi in Toledo. <laughs> Which, if you remember from a previous episode, we talked about stand-up comedians, and one of them that we talked about was Nate Bergazzi. The main one that we talked about was Nate Bergazzi. <laughs> I love this man so much. As soon as he walks out on the stage, I started laughing. Like Stephen had told my dad, um, they went to a show in Toledo, some comedy show, and my mom's like, oh, well, if Jessica went out on a Thursday night to Toledo, I know it was for that guy they're always talking about. <laughs> and it was, and yeah. he was fantastic. Like, I'm bummed that it's not a Netflix special that I can keep watching. Yeah, um, it was all new material, which yeah. was fantastic. Yep. Um, he had three openers, two of which were, were good, and one of which was just not interesting at all to me. At all. But, In my opinion, one of which was good. <laughs> one was like, okay, like he would do comedy at like your um, high school um, <laughs> show that you guys put on. Yeah. And then one was just like, blah. Yeah. But then Nate came out and saved the day. Now, if you have ever been to the Toledo Zoo Amphitheater, <laughs> interesting seating situation. Yeah, they zip-tied all the chairs on the floor section yeah. of the amphitheater. And it was, man, it was, I, I, there was not a point in time during the show in which I wasn't touching you on one side and the other person on the other side of me. And I had my elbows touching my ribs. Like, so, if you like, had I to... had no room. And I'm not a big person no, but i had no room. average size yeah if you had to go by more than three people they had to get up and leave the row it was yeah. like impossible to go around them so it has the stage it has an open area and then it has bleachers in the open areas where they zip tied all these rows of folding chairs it was crazy but totally yeah. worth it nate was hilarious as always i'm hoping he has another netflix special soon with some of this comedy gold we heard yeah it was uh it was fantastic stuff um i very much enjoyed it the one one joke that stuck out to me the most was the fact that he 
uh, to, to make it very short, he likes he has a weird schedule because he's a comedian, so he stays up later than his wife, and at a certain point his wife goes upstairs and goes to bed, and he gets to sit downstairs and watch TV, and then occasionally she will come back downstairs with a blanket and go, oh, I'm just going to cuddle up next to you. And he's like, how do you tell the person that you love more than anybody else in the world that I would rather spend this time with anyone of the billions of people on the planet other than you. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's, hysterical. that's hysterical. Um, so yeah, it was very good. Very good. Trailer. Yeah. Very good. I really enjoyed that. Um, and for the next part of our story, as we're going into like quarter one, yeah. Bu- business world quarter one of 2021, we yeah. don't have too much kicking. Not a lot was happening. We no. were, we were fresh off bangs. of, we were fresh off of our, winter of being in our you know our yeah. first winter being in our new house and it yep. was just kind of one of those like all right we're gonna just sit out here and enjoy a lot of this so yeah there's so a lot we, of that i got bangs which was exciting and i'm still kicking so i've had bangs since january of 2021 kelly did you hear that did you hear it kelly because <laughs> kelly didn't allow me to get bangs for a long time that's, but anyway I also got a treadmill. Shout out to my brother for coming over and spending an entire Saturday putting the beast of the Nordic track together. Man, him and I had to do some finagling because some stuff wasn't, they didn't send the right stuff. And you went and got a tattoo or something that day because you weren't home when he first came over. Yeah. He was there by himself. So, you know, just random stuff. It's winter. We're making soups. We're hanging out. And we did one thing in February. Yes. One trip. We went to see my aunt. So uh, for those of you that have listened to uh, uh, previous episodes, uh, there was an episode in which I talked about my uncle passing away in January of 2020. Yes. Um, he left behind my Aunt Melanie, and um, she was still living in Illinois at the time. And uh, so February of 21, we decided to, I mean, we planned it, you know, a couple months out, but we decided to go see her because she was selling her property and everything, and I wanted to go out there and see the property again and just uh just hang out with her and and and, you know it's one of those things like members of the family were taking turns going to see her because she was out on a farm out in out in illinois and by herself by herself and she's retired and all that so everybody not everybody but members of the family you know sisters and stuff were taking turns she had a brother that stayed with her for like a month a sister that stayed with her for a few weeks and like you know that sort of thing and i was like well why don't we just go up for a weekend or go over for a weekend and um and like, literally just a weekend we it's about yeah. five hours and we left or six hours and we left yep. friday morning and came back sunday yeah and and it's one of those things like i don't i don't know if you listeners have ever done this before but like you have a trip where it's you go to see somebody and you spend the entire time talking and telling stories yeah in the same room, just about like I felt like that whole that whole That's weekend. That's like all we did. It was great. Yeah, I was sitting at the kitchen table and just telling stories because Jess had never met my uncle Jerry. She yeah. met the family at his funeral, unfortunately, and so um, she, I feel she like got I got to, hear, to know him in a way that weekend. Yeah, she got to hear a lot of stories uh, from my aunt and and stories about me as well and stuff like that. So it was a cool. It was a cool experience. Um, we got to ride her Gator. She she drove us around in the Gator to drive around, around her property, around her property, and just the area or whatever. So, it was very cool um, and something we had not done before. Um, and also, we left Soph behind. 
for the with first a house, time with a sitter. Yeah, I used Rover for the first time that weekend. And we left Soph and I was super, like, I had anxiety. You guys have all heard me talk about my anxiety and my armpit sweating. So as we're driving away, basically my armpits start sweating. Um, I was nervous, but it was, it went good. And, you know, the minute we got there, you could smell lasagna and pie. His aunt made two pies. She made <laughs> lasagna. So we come in. And I don't like to always be on my phone in situations like that. That's rude. And I'm there to talk to her. And But my only thing is I'm neurotic as well. So we have a ring doorbell and I'm watching like the ring doorbell to be like, okay, is this girl leaving Soph? How long has she left Soph? So yeah. I like told Aunt Melanie, I'm like, I'm not being rude. I'm not even texting. I'm just checking ring doorbell alerts and, and texting about Sophia to make sure she's okay. Because all we did was talk. And it was really, it was really nice to hear the stories, to see the pictures, to see the house that they built together. And yeah, it was very cool. There was, um, my aunt had, um, in her, like right as soon as you walk into the door into her mudroom, she had this picture that was on the, on the wall and it's framed and it's a pit, it's a sky view of their property back when they had cows and and uh you know stuff on the pond and like they had all their tr- uh tractor stuff out there and stuff and it was a really cool picture and uh, I told Jess I was like this is what it looked like when I was a kid when I came up here there was you know all kinds of animals here and stuff which was really cool um and it was it, a really nice trip and of course you know when we went we were you know, seeing the property all cleaned up and getting ready to sell. Um, and a lot of the stuff was gone already. So it was one of those things of like, you know, it, 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 this is coming, coming to the end. And that's, you know, that's, that's what happens in life. Sometimes a chapter closes and another, another chapter. And he was a blacksmith. So he had a whole blacksmith workshop. And although most of it was like empty, there was still like a couple of things left and you could just kind of feel it's like going to like, those historical villages where you like see where the blacksmiths worked and where yeah. all that stuff, you don't see everything, but you just feel that. And you could just kind of feel him in there and on the property. And they had this really cool bell that he like made for her outside on this big piece of wood. And she brought it to where she is now and still has the bell, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And he made all this, he made a bunch of small things for her. Like oh, yeah. he made, he made this, uh, you know, he he did a lot of uh, stuff with iron. Yeah, he did made a lot of cool um, stuff. some pie like um, pie tier dishes where you can put a large plate and medium plate and kind of stack them up. And he made those. He made candle holders. He made all kinds of cool stuff for her. So we had a great trip. It was very short. It was very quick, but it was meaningful. Yes. And I think you can have long trips doing all kinds of stuff, but it's not about the quantity it's the quality and it was really nice i really had a good time yeah it was uh it was really cool um, i was glad that you got to sit down and talk to my aunt melanie because yeah. my aunt melanie is really cool man she's, she's a trip and a half she's got a lot of stories yeah uh, she's gone a lot of places her and my uncle jerry went to over 30 different states yeah in the time in which they were married so they got a lot of stories of things that they've seen and stuff it's really cool man yeah. so yeah. it was a good time but that's really the the big thing that we did, I guess, during the winter yeah. of 21, really. Yeah, I mean, nothing much else happened. You know, we had our first St. Paddy's Day on the patio drinking green beer, just just me and you. And yep. you did your first um, pilgrimage into wood cutting oh, yeah, with got... your chainsaw, as you've all heard about. And yeah. 
all that kind of stuff. That's really it. Like I think moving forward, our story will kind of divulge into other stories from our childhood or our past or just yeah. other stuff where maybe the listeners can get involved I'm trying really hard to get the listeners involved yeah. um i mean we do have we do have our story about our uh reception that we'll tell yeah, at, we've, at a we've certain got point stuff, but, but i mean but yeah. the, the bulk of you know the meeting the falling in love the whatnots the puppy the you know yeah so yeah that pretty much that, that wraps up the largest portion. We got a handful yeah. of things and that's it. And yep. Then, and we'll talk get, about them, but. We're going to get into some stuff in which we, like like she said, we're going to talk about childhood stories. Yeah. And some, you know, funnier stuff that I'm excited. I'm going to have um, my dad and my brother on and, yeah. you know, we'll have some other people on. And so that'll be kind of exciting to do some guests and yeah, just kind of get out there a little bit. So if there's anything you guys you know, are interested in about us from what you've heard or anything, you know, drop us a note, let us know. We can flesh out some ideas and kind of go from there. Yeah. But now we have <laughs> a larger entertainment section. This is the entertainment I've been waiting for, ironically, my idea. So um, in in movies with acting, um, uh, the example I'll start with is James Bond. Everybody goes, who's your favorite James Bond? And why do they ask that question? Because so many people have played James Bond. Um, people never ask who's your favorite Indiana Jones because it's always Harrison Ford because he's the only one that's ever played it in movies. I mean, there was young Indiana Jones as a TV show, but I don't remember who that actor was. It's yeah. Harrison Ford. Um, so we decided to do, as Jess said she's been waiting for, Batman. Yes. And I'm just noticing, y'all, he is wearing a Batman t-shirt right now. I did not notice that till right now. It is the Batman 1989 logo, yes, Batman. I, like I would like to point that out. Um, but yeah, so we have... I'd like to, spoiler alert, best Batman 1989. <laughs> I would like to do a quick rundown of what we've watched in preparation of this. Oh, yeah. And the movies. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So Batman TV series in 66 with Adam West as Batman. Yep. Then um, Batman and Batman Returns in 89 and 92 with yep. Michael Keaton. Yep. Then we've Batman Forever, 95 with Val Kilmer. Batman and Robin, 97 with George <laughs> Clooney. Batman Begins, 05, Dark Knight, 08, and Dark Knight Rises in 12, Christian Bale. Yep. Also known as the Nolan Trilogy. Alrighty. <laughs> then we've got Justice League. I watched the Zack Snyder one in 21. Yeah. And I skipped Batman vs. Superman. My apologies. Batman vs. Superman in yep. 16. Ben Affleck. And then Justice League. I watched the Snyder Cut in 21. I did not see the original in 17, but I'm confident that I'm all set. You are definitely all set because it was not good. Then The Batman, 22, Robert Pattinson. Yep. And then a couple shout outs to the Lego Batman 2017. We <laughs> randomly watched yesterday. Batman voiced by Will Arnett. Fantastic. <laughs> and then Batman the Animated Series. Um, I would like to say. Kevin Conroy voices. Yeah. Kevin Conroy voices with Mark Hamill doing the Joker. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jess had not uh, watched any of those. So we watched a handful of those yesterday. Yeah. I was like, you have to get the Kevin Conroy, Bruce Wayne Batman. So when, it, when we go to talking about Batman, there's two things. Uh, that are key. Number one that's key is you cannot be a good Batman and a bad Bruce Wayne. Yes. You have to be good at both. Correct. For example... To be Batman. For example, George Clooney, great Bruce Wayne, not a good Batman. 
Love George Clooney. He's one of yeah. my favorites, but not a good Batman. Great Bruce Wayne, not a good Batman. For example, Robert Pattinson, bad Batman, bad Bruce Wayne. Wait, <laughs> is that not an example? That's not an oh, example. that's my apology. <laughs> so, um, Well, let's, let's kick it off with our favorite, yeah? Yeah, let's kick it off with 1989. Let's say it at the same time. Who's your favorite Batman? Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Whoa! come on. The crowd goes wild because I mean, seriously. Yeah. Freaking Michael Keaton, man. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's great because like uh, he's even in interviews been like, you know, what's it, you know, you, you know, you you played Batman and other people have played Batman, you know, what do you think about other roles and his response almost every time is I am Batman. Yeah. Like he will l- love it. he will never let that go and he shouldn't cuz no. it's iconic. Yes. You know, he did like a college speech where he spoke at a college or whatever. And at the end, he goes, I just have one last thing to say. If you don't remember anything I've ever said and it's you, you've been glassy eyed all the whole time. Well, just remember one thing. I'm Batman. I love it. He was great <laughs> as Batman. He was great as Bruce Wayne. Yes. He had a little bit of like an awkwardness in some way. Oh, that, yeah. that is totally what you would think that person would have. Yes. So when they're super like suave or too like weird like it just doesn't fit he's like the perfect amalgam of batman and bruce wayne but he also had a little bit of nerdiness to yes, him because when exactly. she when she leaves the room and he's like i'm batman i'm batman like yeah. he's trying to practice like talk himself it. up yeah yeah like like a nerd would yes. do, trying to talk themselves into probably it. like when we first started dating how you would talk <laughs> in the mirror to yourself yeah we get it okay so yeah. who is your least favorite batman my least favorite batman ah uh, i mean once again it goes back to what I said. George yep. Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Robert Pattinson, I thought that he was a good Bruce Wayne. That's incorrect. I thought he was a good <laughs> Bruce Wayne because he was a Bruce Wayne and hadn't been sleeping for two years. He's been sleeping, you know, maybe two or three hours a night. So he's absolutely legitimately going crazy. I liked that psychology of it. His Batman was the worst. Yeah. So is that your overall least favorite? Because you were yes. back and forth with George Clooney and Robert Pattinson. Yes. You got on the Robert Pattinson train with me. All right. So I, for me, Robert Pattinson all the way. And the movie was ruined for me in like the opening scene when Batman is clod hopping into the cli- crime scene <laughs> with basically like, I don't know, these big like steel toed boots like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you, you could hear him. 20 yards I was out. under the impression Batman was a stealth type situation. Yeah, I, I thought he was and sneaky. And he just clops into town and like I just thought he was horrible as both and there's this and I just also thought he was kind of like an a-hole Batman. <laughs> and like there's a scene where like Alfred takes a yeah. a male bomb that's meant for him. And Alfred wakes up in the hospital and is so happy to see him. And he starts yelling at Alfred because Alfred did something he didn't like. And I'm like, not only are you horrible in this role, but they've turned Batman into such a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't good. Not a fan. Like, I just, I wasn't. Yeah. That that movie was tough. It was three hours and it was about an hour too long. Yes. Agreed. Um, I, and, you know, the thing is, is when we look at all of these movies, if you look at the Keaton Batman Val Kilmer, George Clooney, they're shorter movies. Yeah. The Nolan trilogy made it okay for the movie to be two to two and a half hours. Each movie got a little bit longer by about 10 minutes each movie. I don't between... necessarily know if I think that's okay, but... But he, ma- he yeah. made it more acceptable yeah. to tell that longer of a story. 
And then you get into Batman v Superman, which had Ben Affleck. Batman v Superman was an awful movie, but yes. Ben Affleck is like I believe him okay. to be Batman and Bruce Wayne. Okay, He's so that's so good. your like for me, that's your like what's your surprise at your Batman? Like I was totally against Ben Affleck being Batman. I was like, <laughs> Ben Affleck, this bozo, there is no way Ben Affleck can be Batman. Like I don't buy it. Not going to happen. Never wanted to watch it. And then I did. Yeah. And I was like, holy heck, I, I have, I was wrong. So I felt that way about Robert Pattinson and I was right. I felt that way about Ben Affleck and I was wrong. An old grizzled vet of a Batman going around branding people. Like that is the evolution of Batman I would expect. <laughs> well, yeah. I like, mean, don't you think like he is an older Batman, but he is like what you would think that life would do to him. Yeah. Like he would be what that Batman is. I mean, the Z fact that he never got his movies is a tragedy. Zack Snyder. I know Zack Snyder, the pendulum swings on people, whether or not they like Zack Snyder or not. In the end, I like Zack Snyder because I like what he did with Man of Steel. I thought that was a very good movie with Superman uh, and Henry Cavill. Batman v Superman missed on a lot of notes. There's a lot of things that, that get lost in the shuffle in that movie. The the Ben Affleck playing, or Batfleck as they call him online, yeah. that portion of the story was what entertained me. Yeah. I liked the fact that he was branding people. I liked it because if you got branded and you went to prison, everybody knew yeah. why you were there. There was, was no question that like you've been branded like and it wasn't like he he didn't brand him on the face, but he branded him yeah. like on the neck or something where like they it, you got to wear like a turtleneck to cover it up. And I just would also like to side note, Batman is my favorite like superhero comic book character. He always has been before I even knew Superman or Super hero comic book stuff and I was just watching the Batman with Michael Keaton like I love Batman what I love about Batman is he has no powers he has yep. money and brains and brawn and he gets it done another reason I love me some Frank Castle the Punisher they are like dudes that are like we've had enough and we're taking out all of this stuff I wish we had those today and in the case of Batman, he's the world's greatest detective. Exactly. So he's a bit of Sherlock Holmes. The brains, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and and the other thing with what Snyder did with Ben Affleck's Batman is that they showed a a Robin costume that had uh, been spray painted on it. The jokes on you, yeah. Referencing in the comic books how Joker killed Robin. So you add that to his story of him being grizzled, yeah. and it's like he's had some trauma. Of which oh, yeah. he is grizzled for a reason. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that uh, with the Justice League movie, he's literally the heart of the team. I do like that. I thought that was I, cool. I didn't love the movie. It's way too long. And Zack Snyder is like madly in love with slow motion. <laughs> and I just can't even with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like 300 on, on crack. Yeah. It's, it, there's a lot of slow stuff. Not to mention he's got Flash in the movie, so you can have Flash time and go even slower. So there's a lot of that. But I very much enjoyed it after having watched the horrific version in the theater that, that was absolutely horrible. Um, so for me, I talked about like the sub what casting was a big surprise to you that you actually liked. For me, it was Ben Affleck. You were talking about one of yours being a Joker. Yes. So when Heath Ledger was cast... I remember online, everybody literally just thumbs down, like yelling about it. Like, this is going to be so awful. There's no way. 
And uh, shout out to my friend Iggy if he's listening because him and I were roommates at the time. And um, he was like, just watch. This this is there, there's there's a chance that this could be good. Yeah, like he's he, good. He was really if good. You've, if you've seen him in the uh, the Ten Things I Hate About You, if you've seen him in um, there's the movie where it's all about uh, skateboarding. I can't think of the name of Alpha it. Alpha Dogs is he in? No, there? it's not Alpha Dogs. Uh, wow, uh, Lords of Dogtown. Oh. Uh, you take those two roles and you put them together. Cool. You watch him in Lords of Dogtown and you see Joker yeah. in the scenes and you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Um, so I liked that movie too because it was dark. Yes. Like I feel like um, Batman was darker. Batman Returns was darker. And then you had Batman um, Forever and Batman and Robin, which were a bit campy for my taste. Yes. The villains were campy it was all taken out of that like dark gritty batman um gotham city i feel like and i think that the nolan trilogy brought that back in a big way with the original batman with michael keaton the original movie was dark but it had jack nicholson doing a somewhat different take on joker joker was a little bit more comedic which is not so much what he is in the comics. But, but he, that is similar to Cesar Romero's portrayal in yes. Batman 66. Yes, uh, which that show is all comedic. I yeah. mean, like it's... We're watching that, y'all. Yeah. It is literally hilarious. Yeah, it's it's goofy as all, all yeah. get out. Um, but uh, when Batman Returns came out with Danny DeVito playing yeah. Penguin, it got dark again. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like that movie. I personally... I did not like Danny DeVito playing Penguin because I didn't like the fact that he was raised by penguins because that is totally not comic book accurate at all. And it was very weird for me. Um, And we didn't put this in our list, but if you've ever watched the TV show Gotham, the kid who plays Penguin in that show, lifetimes better. Mm. Lifetimes better. Well, I think it's also a different take. Like Batman Returns, I mean, I I didn't watch the comics, but yes, I mean, he's like a half man, half penguin. It's a very odd situation. Yes. But, you know, that's where they were going with that. But they also, like, saved the movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, my gosh. Michelle Pfeiffer is definitely, like, my favorite Catwoman. Yeah, she's the best. I, I think she's great. I thought she was great in that movie. She was totally, like, wacky. Like, Selena Kyle in that movie is, like, awkward. And, like, yep. she was great at that. Um, I don't know who else I really like as Catwoman. Halle Berry <laughs> had a movie that was a solo movie that was god-awful. Yeah. I didn't um, love Anne Hathaway. Like she was okay, but I'm I'm not a huge fan of her anyway. Once again, when Halle Berry did it and then Anne Hathaway did it, the only person that they had to go back to was the person right before them. Yeah. And so and you could go back to the sixty six series, but that sixty six series once again, comedic. Yeah. Not really sticking to the comic so much. But at the same time there were I believe three different women that played Catwoman yeah. in that series. So um cool yeah but at the same time when michelle pfeiffer did it it's like that set that is set a precedent yeah for what that character is supposed and to be and zoe kravitz in that movie i'm sorry but like I, I i am pro women being in movies i am pro women being at the front of movies but her role literally could have been replaced by a barmaid and it wouldn't even matter yeah you could have plucked catwoman completely out of the batman and it wouldn't have made a difference yep they 
you put Catwoman in a movie and you made her like completely unnecessary. And yep. I feel like if you were going to have Catwoman, why didn't you make her an actual necessary part of the story? And yep. you just didn't. So that didn't. was disappointing. Yeah, and that 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 was a that was a thing that was just like that killed the movie for me. Yeah, I didn't much care for it. Along with many other things. Yeah. So, um, so speak. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, but uh, in regards to my surprise, Heath Ledger yeah. over and above, which yeah. Jess and I, when we have this conversation, Jess goes, well, there's an asterisk because he died. Okay. You make that sound really cold, which <laughs> side sidebar, I was told by my husband recently that I can be quote unquote, you know, you can be cold to which my mother said, well, Jessica, that's, that's not a lie. So take it with a grain of salt. I just said sometimes, posthumously, people are put at a higher level of regard than they would be if they had not passed. Now, that's not, so that's like him winning awards and stuff. Like, I don't know, whatever. But at the end of the day, he was great as Joker. I thought he was great. I thought the way he, his facial expressions like creeped me out every time he would like move or like lick his lips. Like I had to like turn away from the camera. So he was great. And part of that was because his prosthetics kept falling. Oh, so I So he was licking his lips in order to keep the uh, prosthetics well, in it place. Worked. There's a bunch of stuff about Heath Ledger that I've read. Uh, one of the things that's very cool is that he made his own outfit. He okay. he cooped himself up in a hotel room and got himself into the character, which is I feel like method a, acting is is just uh, he was a borderline borderline bad news. Yeah, he was a method actor, and it and it got the best of him, unfortunately, because he said he started seeing Joker in his dreams, which is yeah. which is crazy. Um, but yeah, he came up with the idea for his face paint and all that kind of stuff, yeah. and then they helped him with prosthetics and all that kind of stuff. Um, but his. I, I, his Jer- his Joker is the most accurate to the comics in that he lies. He is mm-hmm. a habitual liar. Yeah. He he never you don't know what his origin story is because he tells each person a different story. Which is cool um, for a villain. I think that makes sense for a villain. Yeah. Like there's no in the comics, we've never really known what his origin story is outside of the Alan Moore comic, the the Killing Joke. That's the only thing of which, like, could be the origin story of the Joker. But I don't know necessarily that DC considers that to be canon because they now have a comic of which they've said there's three Jokers, which I have not gotten to yet. But so his character, like. He plays that role. He shoots somebody just because he feels like it. He gets to to Two-Face and he literally tells him, you know, he hands him a gun and puts the gun to his forehead and then, you know, says, go for it. Like, that's how crazy Joker is. So none of the other Jokers, none of the other guys that have played Joker have been that crazy, except we got a hint of that with Zack Snyder's Justice League with Jared Leto. That was a different, you know, that, that Joker for me, like he's the first Joker that I looked at and was like, oh, you look like a clown. (laughs) Like I've never, even Jack Nicholson, even everybody, he was my first Joker where I was like, you look like a clown, man. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's funny. And let's let's do a little sidebar on the Joaquin Phoenix Joker and how that's an abomination, and we're not even going to talk about that. Once again, uh, change his name 
change his name. If that would have been a movie about Bob and Bob's, you know, behavioral health issues and a psychological thriller, that would have been a good movie. I would have liked it. But calling it Joker, it, it was not anything to do with anything. I'm just, I was so disappointed in that. That movie, um... You can, like, and a lot of people liked that movie, but if you're looking at it from the lens of, like, DC and Joker and comics and all the movies that came before, it's not, it's not anything to do with that. That's why it's, like, it could just be about a dude named Bob, and that would have made more sense. Yeah, it's the same thing that I said about uh, Catwoman being in the Batman. You literally replace her with a barmaid, and you're none the wiser, and you move on. Change his name to Bob. And yeah. it's nobody cares. Nobody cares about this movie. Yeah. Um, maybe 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 they care about it on the independents, and it's like you know getting buzz for Oscars and all that kind of stuff. And maybe it's going to be in you know a category for an independent yeah. film, but it's not getting the buzz that it's got. And he's definitely not winning an award for it. Um, it I don't know. For me, Joker was a huge disappointment. The only part of the movie that I liked was the last five minutes. And I'm sorry, but when I'm sitting in the theater for two plus hours, and the yeah. last five minutes is the only entertaining part for me. That's not a good movie. No, that's a problem. So, um, yeah, so that that was not not something that, that uh, no, it just didn't work for me. I thought, yeah. uh, believe it or not, I thought Jared Leto's Joker was better. Especially, well, yeah, because he was actually a Joker. That's Especially like, Joaquin from... Joaquin Phoenix wasn't a Joker. The, the Suicide Squad movie, not which Batman does show up in that, Ben Affleck has a small cameo in that in which he arrests uh, Will Smith's character, um, Bullseye. Oh, I've never seen that. Not Bullseye, sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, Deadshot. I've never seen that. I only saw the sequel, which I didn't like. Yeah, he arrests, uh, he captures Deadshot in front of his kid. Mm. And it's cool because he looks at him. He's like, man, don't don't beat me up in front of my kid. And he's like, all right. Um, but he gets a small cameo there. Once again, Batman, Batfleck looks like Frank Miller's Batman. Yeah. Which if you read the comics, yeah. uh, The Dark Knight Returns, he's an old, grizzled, in his 50s Batman. He's got the huge Batman logo on his chest. Um, I yeah, mean, that's, it's, it's cool. you know, Frank Miller. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks it looks like it's drawn with mechanical pencils. Yeah. Like, it's, it's Now, isn't cool. there some kind of rumor that Michael Keaton is reprising? There are rumors. So, Like, uh, I got to keep myself in check because um, I don't know. Well, there's rumors about the Flash movie. For next year that both Ben Affleck and uh, Michael Keaton are in it. Okay. Um, I know that they have pushed back the uh, Aquaman 2 movie because they are doing reshoots of which Ben Affleck is a part of the reshoots. Jason Momoa came out and said it this weekend. I was like, ah, I'll, I'll just say it. Ben, you know, Ben's yeah. back. Yeah. So that's which interesting. that movie needs because that first movie I didn't care for. But I'll watch the second one with Ben Affleck. <laughs> I liked the first movie. It was it was a comic book romp. Man. I also Just think like a, like Amber Heard was awesome. not cast well, and that's before all the drama. So that's not even me having anything to do with her and Johnny Depp. <laughs> I don't think she was cast well, and I thought Nicole Kidman was cast awful as well. Um, Nicole Kidman was kind of strange. Uh, Jason Momoa. Uh, Jason Momoa is awesome. He was yeah, right he's for the cool. role. He's kind of the idea that they did. So um, in the comics, uh, the DC characters. Um, they have different universes because they have a multiverse. And in one of the multiverses, the character of Aquaman is covered in tattoos. So mm. that was the Jason Momoa version, which was not the green and orange that we grew yeah. up with uh, super friends, you know, watching on Saturday mornings at seven o'clock. 
So Momoa was a different version of Aquaman, which was which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you. Okay. So we've had the other thing that we have not mentioned is that that also has Batman in it in small parts is the Harley Quinn animated series. Oh my series. gosh! Not for your children. This is not a no. few, this is adult animation. <laughs> I adore Har- the Harley Quinn animated series. I love it. I love Harley Quinn. I love me some Poison Ivy. I yep. love it. It is so great. Batman's in it every now and again. He's he's dating Catwoman. And he's like such a dork, like a dorky loser to her. Like my gosh. Yeah. Um. Which is which is funny to see for Batman. He's like super needy. Yes. Oh my gosh, he is. But she's also cold. Yeah. For lack of better word. <laughs> Um, so needy and cold doesn't really go together. Yeah. Hint, hint. Anyway. So, but I love that show. I highly recommend that. It's totally crazy. It has, it has these random characters. So they have these random characters. There was a character called Kite Man and we were like, is Kite Man real? So we had dived down the black hole of like, Kite Man is real. He was a real villain. Condiment Man is real. He was a real villain. Like all these random things. And then when we watched the Batman Lego movie, they tossed all of those random villains in and they kept naming them. And somebody was like, are these even real? And I'm like, they are real. I know they are. I've Googled the dark hole of it. The cool, the cool thing about the Lego Batman movie is that they reference every single Batman that's come before. They go in reverse order because that movie came out in 2017. So they show Batfleck, Batfleck, they show, uh, Christian Bale, they show Clooney, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, and the, and all of these are in Lego form. And then they show live action of Adam West, Batman, dancing at a dance. It's on like the very first episode yeah. where he's like, he's like super uh, awkward, like oh ri- rivals Elaine dancing. If anyone knows that, I'm not sure if Elaine dancing is worse or Batman dancing in that episode <laughs> is worse. I'm not sure. <laughs> But that's cool that that movie does that. And they, they it gave me a um, Roger Rabbit vibe where at the end of Roger Rabbit, all the different characters yep. from all the different companies are there. With the Lego movie, you had stuff from um, The Matrix. You had stuff from Lord of the Rings. You had stuff from Harry Potter. All these different characters that are Warner Brothers stuff. That's yep. really cool. And it is there's adult humor, but it's definitely family friendly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it the adult humor is is in there where it's highbrow enough where kids yeah. probably may not understand it. So, yeah. Um, but very very. It was well surprisingly done. great. But it's it is arguably and more accurate than any of the live action films as far as accurate to the comics. What I also liked was Commissioner Gordon was Barbara Gordon, yeah, a woman, and the mayor was also a woman. And I was like, oh, I have to get a animated Lego Batman to have a mayor and commissioner that are females in a Batman movie. <laughs> but I digress. Oh, and there's a part where um, uh, uh, Barbara is suiting up and he's like, uh, g- they're going through names and he's like, oh, I- Batgirl. And she goes, okay, if you're going to call me Batgirl, can I call you Batboy? And then yep. they go they go to the next scene, but it's pretty funny. It was funny. But yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't what. So I was going to ask, okay, your favorite Batman is Michael Keaton. Yeah. What is your favorite Batman movie? I mean, just because I'm like just the classic history nostalgia, I got to go with Batman. Like yep. I just do. I can't, I can't help it. 
no there's no other movie um that we've talked about that i've like overall loved everything about i guess except maybe the dark knight okay um that would be my number two movie but i'd have to go batman just my og michael keaton batman i just have to but dark knight is a close second for me for me i saw batman in 1989 in the movie theater with my parents that was the first movie i ever saw in the theater excellent choice so I have the nostalgia that makes me want to pick that movie. Yeah. Um, but the movie that I have seen the most since it's come out is The Dark Knight. Yeah. I've literally just put it on just to watch it because yeah. I am fascinated, absolutely fascinated with with Heath Ledger playing Joker. It yeah. is so intriguing. There's so many scenes in that movie with him that literally, like, I can't, I, like, I have, I laugh. I can't do anything but laugh because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, he's legit crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. Like, there's part of me that kind of want wants to watch those two yeah. now that we've been talking about them. Yeah, um, the original Batman though is is man, it's it's so good. It's it's so good um, because it has enough of it. With practical effects, they get exactly what they need to get That's done. That's what I was just going to say. And it is it from a time when the effects weren't out of control and yep. things weren't going crazy and, and um, dispending your belief. Like, yep. I believe that Michael Keaton could do the things he did as Batman. Yeah. So. And in the case of the Nolan trilogy, like, Chris Nolan did almost all practical effects with his movie. Like, yeah. Sp- like, they, when, they blow up, when they blow up bigger. a hospital... In when they blow up that hospital in the dark night, that's a hospital in Chicago that had been decommissioned and been, yeah. and been abandoned, and they set it up to blow. And the reaction, like when Heath Ledger hits the button, it's supposed to blow, and it doesn't. And that's him ad libbing, hitting the remote mm. to try to get it to blow, and shakes it, and then he hits it, and then it blows, and then he reacts to it and jumps in the bus. Man, I've read so much about that movie just in itself. But that's those are the type of things that are cool. Um, so we've already said what our worst movie yeah. is. Obviously, our worst one is the Batman, which is going to make a lot of people probably upset because there's people that seem to like that movie, which that's fine if that's your cup people of tea. People like but, everything. But that's not my cup of tea. Um, we are watching the animated series now. We're watching yeah. Batman 66 now. Yeah. Those are on, uh, well, Batman 66 is on Amazon Prime with ads. Very minimal, though. It's totally worth it. Yeah. And then Harley Quinn and the Batman animated series are on HBO. Yeah. And I think every Batman movie might be on HBO, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think almost all of I them. I totally say watch Harley Quinn. It is crazy. Yes. There's the the cavalcade of characters are yes. fantastic. Yes. Um, they use uh, King Shark and Clayface. Clayface. Um, they use Joker, Batman. Uh, Riddler. They've R- got Riddler's all the... in there. But that's where Kite Man came um, and Condiment Man popped in. And we're like, Condiment Man? Who came up with that? That's horrible. Yep. And literally, he shoots ketchup and yep. mustard. Yep. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah. So funny. Yeah. If you like Batman, there's a lot for you to watch. There's a lot to see. Yes. Um, and moving forward. So um, since we're on Batman, and we'll, I'll just give a quick plug for the movies that are coming forward soon. Um, in October is Black Adam, which is related to uh, Shazam, 
Uh, if you guys watched uh, Zachary Levi play Shazam a couple years back, right before the pandemic, actually in 2019. Great movie. Uh, that, mo- that movie, uh, his nemesis is Black Adam. So that movie with The Rock is coming out in October. Uh, that's the last one coming out this year. Next year we'll have Aquaman 2, yep, Flash, and uh, Blue Beetle, which I think it's interesting that they're doing Blue Beetle because he's, he's more of a... Uh, Justice Society of America character, not a Justice League character. So I, I find it cool that they're going that route to try to pull some of those. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens because obviously Ben Affleck is still involved. Michael Keaton's involved. So yeah. who knows what's going on in the world we'll of Batman. We'll be talking about that again. And yeah. I'm sure we're going to watch like Batman soon. And then we'll just do a small little recap on that as well. Yeah. We hope. I hope that you enjoyed our Batman and weren't zoned out on us because it was too much Batman. But <laughs> I was excited. Yeah. So to brief recap, we both chose Michael Keaton as our favorite Batman. And we chose Robert Pattinson as our least favorite Batman. Yes. Um, I believe we both chose Heath Ledger as our favorite Joker. Yes. And Joaquin Phoenix as our worst. Yes. And Michelle Pfeiffer as our best Catwoman. And did we say Zoe Kravitz? Or no, we, I wouldn't we, even we, say she was bad. She just wasn't necessary, which is a disservice to her. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But yeah. She's a good actress, too. It's just, it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't work for me on that. So next episode should sure to be exciting with some yes. Nashville and wrestling stories. Yeah, so we will have tales. Stay tuned. Tales of the Labor Day weekend will be on the next one. And uh, yeah, should have a few surprises in there for you. Hopefully. All right. Cool. Have a good week. Bye, y'all. I believe that's all we can say this week. She jumped the gun. Uh-oh, I did. Bye, y'all.